I'm Adam Hergenrother. This is Business Meets Spirituality, where we believe in personal growth through business success. I'm joined by my chief of staff, Hallie Warner. Hallie, good morning. Good morning. Awesome. So uh, it is a new year. Congratulations. We have made it into 2021. Yes. Uh, if there is one word that summarizes 2020 for you, Hallie, what is that? Oh, man. I just threw you on the spot. I just, I know I did. And it's just exciting. you know I really like words. So like having the perfect word for this year. I don't know. The Honestly, the first thing that came to mind was growth. Yeah. Um, and I don't really know why, but that's the word that popped into my head. Yeah. Maybe, I love it. Maybe clarity. No, you're going to stay with growth. I'm not yeah. going to let you get off yeah. that. Growth is great. It's, it's cause that can, you can, in your mind, that means a lot. Some people yes. hear growth and they'll hear growth in money. Some people hear growth and hear growth in, I had a really tough time, but I grew from it. So mm. what a great word that is. We just, we posted that in social, you know, for the end of the year. And there's a lot of interaction between like the one yeah. word and there. It's just really interesting to see the different perspectives. Yeah. But I think. What was your, what's your the word? One, the one word that I think is really interesting though, that when you, when you keep seeing it is just how somebody unpacks that word though. That's why I was curious to get it. Mm. Cause when you hear growth, like that can mean so many different things. Mm. Somebody hear growth and go, wow, it's a wonderful word. And you go, actually 2020 sucked for me mm. well suck is not the right word it was just very hard experience yeah. but i grew from it that's a different feeling of growth than me and my business grew highest amount of income we've ever had that's a different feeling from yeah. growth right it's just funny well, how those for, can unpack for me it was it's personal growth that's yeah. how and, and and that's why i said clarity next because i just yeah. feel like i've got so much clarity around who i am what i want where i'm going um, and to me, that's growth. Yeah. For me, it's surrender. I knew you were going to say that word. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it, it would, have. and I don't know, maybe 2021 at the end, maybe surrender too, <laughs> or detachment. Um, mm, yes, yeah, so you like that one. Yes, too, I yeah. do. Um, but you know, so surrender, like, what does that mean? And, and how do you unpack that? It's not necessarily surrender to and just like letting a lion kind of eat you, right? The surrender is that if 2020 had any kind of impact on all of us is that we really don't have any clue at all what's going on. Um, really that, uh, so like a virus, the size of a piece of hair can disrupt the entire world instantaneously. And so what you really, to me, surrender means, um, letting go of thinking, you know, what's going to happen or what's right. And the only thing you can do is really surrender to life, which is just one big dance. And she's always in the lead and just, you're surrendering to it. Then you're contributing and you're providing and you're serving in your, um, leaning into what she's leaning into you for, right? And so you're just surrendering to that. Uh, and then you just use your, it's almost like you asked the question, I heard this today, um, you know, like what, what does life want from me today? Um, and it's, it's kind of like a, it's a question that this individual asked every single morning, something along those lines. Um, and just kind of, I mean, Hugh Jackman had a very similar kind of concept to that as well, too, mm -hmm. about his biggest fear, if he had one, it would, would be not living life's purpose or God's purpose, whatever word kind of makes the divine purpose for you. And I think surrendering encompasses all that. Mm -hmm. It's because you, when you surrender, you're actually living God, life, divine spirit, whatever word makes sense to you in relationship to that your nature is matching nature. Right. Um, but we're going to just go back to the front line here and ask these words. <laughs> As we enter into 2021, we had spent some time with our organizations and our folks about closing loops. Mm -hmm. So we spent a lot of time with and encouraging people that whatever they had on their agenda for 2020 to close the loops before the end of the end of the year, that could be, maybe it was a conversation you needed to have with a friend that you hadn't had, or maybe it was a conversation with a loved one they didn't, that you needed to have 
that you have had or a friend or a family member, right? Or maybe it was an article that you were going to write or getting your real estate license that you're going to be doing. No point yes, intended. I, how, so it's, I took the test. You did. I know. It's great. It's awesome. <laughs> but you know, you did, you closed that loop, right? I did. It's, it's, it's been it's, lingering since, I don't know, July. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, what happens if people didn't close the loop, Hallie? In 2020? Yeah. So you well, didn't close they, the loop. Yeah, so how they, do we close been, them now? How do yeah. we refocus? Yeah. People have these new, in, here's in, in part of this, this episode is about like, okay, you know, coming into 2021, I've got this new kind of, res, you know, um, commitment to myself, this new orientation in my life, but I still kind of got these things kind of hanging out there from 2020 that I need to do. It's hard to go to the new, those new things. If you still have your, if your mind is just spinning on those old things that you haven't closed out. Yeah. Um, like you said, all of the like conversations, an article that you need to write, a doctor's appointment that you haven't made, like they, they just, uh, somebody might need to have, somebody should have let go, yeah. um, yeah. And, you know, fired, um, a hire that you needed to make before you could really go into all in on those commitments. Maybe you wanted to give money and you haven't been able to tear away a thousand dollars to do so because it's been painful. Yes. So what we are wanting to kind of tell, talk to people about today is just before you go all in on the new things, because that's always fun, mm -hmm. close out the the old. And there's the quick little, um, the four Ds. Mm -hmm. That's a great way. If you've got like a whole long list of like, these are the things I need to get done or need to do. Um, the four Ds, do you know what those are? No. Nope. Four, four Ds of decision-making. Go ahead. <laughs> um, either do it, <laughs> delegate it, defer it. So I think we talked about oh, yeah, that. Like we maybe did. maybe yeah. defer it for six months or yeah. something. If it's really not something you need to get done in January or delete it. Yeah. Like maybe it is just not important and, and get rid of it, get it off your mind so you can move forward. I think probably 80 to 90% of the open loops people have should be deleted. Yes. Or delegated. Well, I just think that a lot of the, yeah, you're right. I mean, those are all right. I just I think about it in my own personal experience of things yeah. that I haven't done. It's because I really, I committed to them. You didn't really want to do I them. didn't really want to do them. And I don't mean like, it's not even like my moods and passions didn't want to do them because those things never really cooperate, yeah. right? They vary, your moods and passions very cooperate with you to actually get shit done. You know, I wanted to delete the real estate license. Yes. I even asked you about it. I and I asked my brother-in-law about it, um, who's also in real estate. And I asked both of you and I said, I mean, I was 99% ready to delete that. I'm really glad that I didn't. Um, but there, yeah, I don't know. I'm just thinking, man, I, I, I was so close to deleting that. And that would have been the wrong thing. Because to that was like what your mind was saying and what yes, your moods were saying like, and your passions were saying. Yeah. I don't have time for this. Yes. And, yeah. Um, but I'm so glad that I didn't. Yes. Um, and that's what I mean. I, I still think that there's a, you can't listen to your moods and your passions about deletion. But you look at it and you go, okay, well, this makes sense for me to do it. I've committed to doing it. And then maybe revisit why you wanted to do it in the first place and see if it's still important. It's just yes. like an idea. You have yeah. an idea that, I mean, how many people on this podcast that you're listening right now had an idea in the last 24 hours they wanted to act on, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, we all do. And you're like, I'm going to go do that. The, the the crazy thing is that we, some of us go out and do these things. This is why we're mm -hmm. playing this game that we can't really gain anything because we keep changing everything. And so in order to gain something and grow through that, you have to stay with it, which is means that you may have to stay. No, you know, I, I think there's a, you know, for, I think there's a natural kind of road to this is that productivity is really important. And then after productivity comes is simplification is the next part of this. 
it's almost like there's this hierarchy. You first have to get productive with what you're doing. Then after you get productive, it gives you in this next layer to work on, which is simplification. So then when you become productive on the simplification, that's where you've kind of hit your focus of getting that 80, 20, where 20% of your results produce 80% or 20% right. of your activity yeah, yeah. produces 80% of your results. But it's like this linear progression. It's like, it's sequential. So you're saying that you kind of, you have all the things and you're doing mm -hmm. all the things, but you just do them really well and pr very productively. And then the next phase of thinking or the next phase of business or life, I guess, is then getting maybe even just starting to narrow that down instead of doing all the things, trying to fit them all in and be really productive on them simplify it and narrow it down to only the most important things. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's the first thing that like when you're starting out as either an employee or an entrepreneur or just in some Avenue in your life, it's like, you're trying to do a lot of things. Right. And then you try to, then, then as you're trying to do a lot of things, then you, then you learn about, I think the first iteration is actually learning to be productive, yeah, and, which and most people management. Yes, yeah, exactly. Most people that, yeah. measure day minutes. People haven't really mastered the first one. I don't mean mastered yeah. it. And it's not like a judgment and it's not using this as a way of saying, I haven't done that. It's more of saying, Saying, okay, with my first step in this of closing these loops and adding a loop into 2021 is to have I have I actually learned to be productive yet? Meaning, can I just like Hallie said, can I measure my am I measuring my time? Right? right? Am I gaining control? Of my the number one thing I see with people is just I don't have any time to do anything, and then I just literally sit down for a second, and within 15 minutes I sit down with people and I go take all these things off your calendar, and they fight me for a second. They go, I can't. And I go, is that did you hire me for, for argue with me? Or do you want to actually just try this for 30 days? And they try and they're like, Oh my God, Adam, you saved me time. I, go, I didn't do anything. Yeah. All I did is made you productive. That's it. By being productive is defining it by saying, I gave you time. Right. And, but and sometimes it's not even, cause I do the same thing, but sometimes it's not even about, uh, you work a lot with, with entrepreneurs. And I work more with employees, but, um, so sometimes you are just taking things off their calendar. And for me, it's more of, restructuring that calendar. Cause there's some yeah. of the things you still have, to, you have yep. to do. You can't yep. always get rid of them, but how do you maximize the time? Can you shrink this meeting? Yes. Can you block all of those 15 minute meetings that I'm scattering them out, out across the week, put them all in a 45 minute block. So you get them done. And then you've created a two hour chunk over here. We can actually work on a project. So that's like the productivity puzzle in my mind. Yeah. So when you, when you, this kind of arc, right. Yeah. Um, in life business, however you want to refer this to is you first learn to be productive, which really is defining restructuring your calendar, which is all comes down to time, yes. right? How you measure your time, how you measure it in minutes, how you hold yourself accountable to your time, the intensity, bring time all around time. Then once you start to master that, I mean, it's 80% there, right? You just always, I mean, I think about many times you and I have just refined my calendar or you refined your own calendar over years of just constantly slithering things away. That's why I say it's like this process, right? Then the next iteration of this, which I think is what then refers and kind of goes back up into productivity, which is the simplification. Mm -hmm. And so you, got, you learn to get productive and then you learn to go, okay, I've done that for a year or two, whatever it is, or more. And you go, now I need to simplify. And what does that mean? So simplification is also a, a function of productivity, but what you're doing is you're now actually simplifying and narrowing your focus on what you actually become really good at. And that's that it's simplifying your closet, 
Seriously. I mean, like, it's like one of the best ways to start closing the loop is actually getting rid of shirts and clothes that you wouldn't even actually wear because it gets you in the habit of, of letting go of something you think you need and then getting the benefit that you didn't think you were going to get from doing the activity. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I could repeat that, but that's really, that's what happens. Well, it's less is more essentialism. Yes, exactly. And so, but before you really get to that level, you, you, you start working in these kind of arcs. And so as you get to simplification, it is a product of productivity. But the simplification allows you to say, now I'm productive on four things. I'm going to narrow this down to being productive on two things. Then I'm going to get simple or, or simplification of two things. Then I'm even going to bring this down into one more layer and I'm going to get laser focused on one thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And as you do this in your, in your business and in your health and kind of, you can do this in different categories of your life. Sure. So the cool thing is, is you may have mastered this in business. Then you take the same box the puzzle or puzzle not or the the kind of the algorithm if you will and then you apply that to health then you do that to a certain degree then you apply that to wealth right and then you take that and you apply that to spirituality or growth or whatever that is and so if we kind of look at our fulfillment formula which is those four kind of main themes in your life health and wellness wealth spirituality right and then leaderships and relationships you apply that same process to each one of those and it's because there's always something for you to work on. So that's why people are like, oh, I've mastered business, but my health is not there. Well, you've probably mastered business because you've learned to be productive and then hopefully you've learned to simplify. Mm-hmm. Then how do you do that in health? We know how to, we can talk about that in business. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that in health? Maybe it's, okay, first I'm going to be productive by getting up a little earlier time, right? <laughs> and, and starting to walk around the block. Are you talking to me here or what? <laughs> and, then you, <laughs> and then you simplify your life, right? By yes. simplifying and saying, I'm not going to try to do seven days a week. Wait, be keto yes. and vegan at the same time, <laughs> and, but also do intermittent fasting. Um, also do two day workout seven days a week. You mean not that? Yes, not that at all. <laughs> uh, and that's that's part of it. It's like, and you do that, you try to be super productive and it just doesn't work. So like you, you, it's just too much. So then you simplify, okay, well, what is it that I really need to focus on, right? And maybe that, again, maybe that's just eating one healthy meal a week to start. You know, you want to build these habits and structure these layers so that the layers support you for the rest of your life. Yeah, when the layers- feel, Can you say the, the thing that you always say? Because I, I just, that always sticks with me. Yeah. You know what I'm about? Yes, I do. I just said layers is a different way of saying yeah. it, but you want to create habits. So not to have habits that you're going to have for a month or two months, but you want habits that are going to support you for life yes. that happen and stay with you for you life. You want to be healthy or wealthy for a day. Okay. Yes. You want to be healthy, create habits that make you healthy and wealthy for life. Yes, exactly. And so just another way of saying that is you, you have these layers that you can kind of continue to work on. So that's why each segment of these things, as you're closing loops in personal and professional and kind of think about those four broad categories, right? Is, am I productive in my business? If I'm not, then how do I be a little more productive? Then the next iteration may be, how do I simplify that? And then that, then you start really honing in. And then by the way, there's just even more productivity than more simplification, more product. It's like yeah, the stair step. Iterate. It's always, yeah. always kind of iterating. I love how you didn't say reiterate. It's just iteration. Yes. Yes. yes because reiterate, reiterate yes, is redundant. redundant. I know. I know. It's like it. But, and then you can, then, so then, but then take it to the next layer. Learned what you, you learned in one segment. Maybe it's your health and now you need to concentrate on business, right? Or maybe it's, you know, leaderships and relationships because you've been in supporting relationships and now you need to go and your deal with your health, right? There's just a combination of these things that are always kind of in play, but take that same kind of model for it. Go ahead. I was just going to say, can you close the loop on this uh, close the loop podcast? Yeah, well, it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when you're, when you're thinking about, you know, 
I bring you into 2020, I have these kind of lingering kind of ideas that I didn't quite close either do the four D's. Right. And I think a lot of them can be, as you said, Holly, either delegated or deleted. And if there is something there that is really that you're like, man, I just, I need to do this, then do it. Yeah. Schedule it. I almost think the defer is almost, I don't want to say it's irrelevant because there's going to be a few things you have to defer, but I feel like if you feel like you need to push it off. I think that's off, better for decisions and business, maybe, which is where yeah. the four D's really came from. I remember yes, learning yes. that. Because if you have to defer it, it's like, do you really want to do it? Yeah. Maybe if it's, yes, maybe if it's a longer term project or a deci- or yes, a decision or a new, you know, business division or something short, maybe you can defer. But those like little things that are just kind of lingering. I kind of think of it as like defer almost as like you delete it. If it shows back up again, yeah. then it, then it's maybe it's something that you need to do, need to do or look at even stronger. Right. Yeah. So then, and then as you're, as you're looking at there, if it comes, something shows up there say, where did this come from originally? Yes. What was state yeah. of my, where was I? Was I in a down state? Was I in an up state thinking that nothing was ever going to, I was going to be amazing and I was going to make all this money. And then of course the next day it can change, right? Just from day to day, hour to hour. So kind of revisit where you were in terms of your state. And then from there, decide of whether or not you want to do it. And if you want to do it, if you're in the decide mode, I have to do it. It needs to go in your calendar yes, today. Like do it that week. Yes, exactly. Yeah. If it's the week's not possible, it needs to go in your calendar and you need to just block it off. And just, you, you can't kick the can on that unless yeah. like Oprah wants to talk to you. Right. <laughs> that's, I would take that call. Exactly. So that's my point. So unless it's like Oprah, um, or Jeff Bezos, that Michael wants Singer, yeah, maybe Michael yeah. Singer. Yeah. So anyways, those besides that though, you got to make sure you just close the gap on it. Then what that's going to do, it's going to eliminate and, and clear you all. Every human being has an ability to have a certain amount of cognitive space to think about things, to add new ideas into them. And if you, if you're just, if you've packed a pantry full of food, you can't find your food. So that's why when your closet, so or put any more in or it. pour more money in it. Right. So you, you have to you just end up grabbing what's closest to it because you don't want to make the room to go all the way back there. So what you're doing is you're actually taking time to create and clear out the pantry so you can see it again. So you can actually walk in there and you have options. You can think you can kind of evaluate. Then you move forward with that. That's the, that's the benefit of closing the loops on these things is it's going to give you space to see beyond where you're at. If you're, if you have so much food in your pantry, you can't get past the door. You can't see how deep the pantry is. You can't see the potential and what it could be. You don't see the next real big business venture that is is supposed to be showing up for you or some multiple income stream. That's going to be there because you're sitting there looking six inches in front of you. And that's almost people are operating so close to these things because there's stacked so many of them in there. So closing the loop is also just this removal of these cognitive thoughts and images in, in ideas that your mind has created that keep having to be reinforced with your energy to be upheld to at some future date to maybe act on. And if not, then they just sit there and just taking in. If, if you realized, if you just realized how much energy goes into supporting all of these habits, you don't even aware of it's probably 50% of your entire day is thought about trying to hold these things together. Right. I was just going to say like rethinking over and over and over again about that thing that you didn't do. Yeah. Like how much energy is that? And if you can really close those loops before you go into the new year or as you're going into the new year, I think it gives you so much clarity and, and then it also gives you the energy needed to act, to actually go tackle your new commitments that you've made for the year. Yeah. And so delete. <laughs> 
get very clear on what it is and think about the the productivity to simplification process in those four kind of key areas of your life and tie this into your new year's commitment or your new year's resolution whatever that has in there what is the first productivity action that i need to do around my new year's resolution then how do i simplify that again if it's around health or wellness or exercising which a lot of people probably is right now don't go try to create, you know, like how he said, you don't want to become a black belt in like karate and Mugando and, and climb be, Everest and be a keto vegan and be keto vegan all at the same time. <laughs> and not, and yeah, exactly. And then also by being vegan, you're on like a health kick from the, anyways, so simplify it. It's in, and create a habit that's going to last for life that the habit will support you for life. Cause that's what habits do. We have habits and they either support you or they don't support you. And that's how in, in business habits either support you. Or they don't support you. And they're just automatic. Most of these habits. So first thing I want you to do is just be awareness, have awareness around these habits that just automatically are pushing you in certain directions. Like if you have a habit of sleeping in through your alarm clock every morning, right? Then that, who does that? I don't know. Right. That habit for an hour, that habit will <laughs> literally just support, is supporting you in some way, right? Yeah. Either not supportive or not supportive. So then you have to realize that it's going to be hard. That's the other thing going into this. I'll never forget this. Whereas in the first Ironman race that I ever did, the first full Ironman race I ever did, my coach came to me and I know you've heard the story, but my coach came, one of my coaches actually came to me and said, Hey Adam, you know what? In Ironmans, there is a very high DNF rate. Do not finish rate. It's like 25 to 30% depending on the race. And he said, it's not because most people can't do it physically. It's because people go into the race thinking that they're not going to have a bad day. Like it's going to be amazing. It's gonna be a great experience. There's something to say about great experience. Yes. But if you say, I'm not going to have a bad moment, well, you're going to have a bad moment sitting on your couch on a Sunday. So to think that you're going to go swim 2.4 miles, bike 112, then run a marathon, and you're not going to have a bad moment. <laughs> it's the same thing when you go into create a new habit, you have this, this, this kind of honeymoon phase where you think it's just going to be all amazing, but then you have this dip, right? You all have this dip in new habit formation mm -hmm. and the dip is where it starts to get really hard. It pulls you away from those things. So as you're creating, as you're closing loops and you're creating a, a new habit around your resolution or your commitment to the new year, just know that in a, in a, a week or a day or in a month, you're going to hit a dip. And can you manage that? Can you, and so what my coach said is, can you, you need to manage the bad times to be able to get to the next good time. And then when you're at a good time, take full advantage of that good time, knowing that there's going to be another bad time. And when the, you don't look for the bad time, I promise you it'll show up. Mm -hmm. And just like you don't go look for the dip in the habit that you're creating, I promise you it'll show up. Mm -hmm. And when the dip shows up, you go, it's right here. I got it. There it is. I'm going to sit here with it. I'm going to do it. And I promise you, if you can stay with it long enough, it just goes away and you're on another good run. Well, you have to be willing to move through those dips, those, those hard times of creating new habits in order to get beyond it. And once you're beyond that, now you've built a model for creating larger habits in your life, which is really what New Year's resolutions commitments are all about. I want to invite you to join a free course that I'm hosting on January 12th. Actually, Hallie is going to jump in with me too, so we're super excited about that. It's called Cast a Vision, how to create a vision that moves you and also inspires others. We're going to jump in and teach you how to write out your vision and how to actually articulate and communicate it in a way that makes sense to all of those around you, your family, your team, and the public. So you just get everybody aligned. And then we're going to show you how to use that vision to actually attract the people you need in your life to actually help accomplish your vision. Again, that's January 12th from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And all you have to do is go to adamhergenrother.com slash events. Looking forward to seeing you there.